Hi everyone, I'm Divya and this is Uplift, a show where we meet everyday women being everyday phenomenal. Today, I am super excited to welcome back Audrey, who you've seen on my show before, and she is back with another friend of ours, Nicole. Hi Audrey, hi Nicole. Hello. Welcome to my show. Thanks for having me. Can you tell us how you know Nicole? And uh, why did you decide to bring her on the show? Yeah, so um, Nicole and I met through the infamous cocktail group. And if you guys have been watching these, um, you've seen probably reference to this <laughs> cocktails group before. It's a meetup group that um, uh, Divya is a co-organizer of, as well as Melissa, one of our um, mutual friends. I don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> You just claim the title. <laughs> Obviously. Um, so that's how I met Nicole. I wanted to bring her on the show because, one, I just really admire her as a person. She's um, accomplished so much professionally. Um, I'm also really just amazed by how um, just kind of uh, what positive things she does in the world. And she kind of just brings a, a positive attitude to um, life in general. So um, I really love that she particularly um, is really supportive of other women um, in her life. And so I thought she'd be perfect for the show here. That's super nice. So I guess, let me just start by asking you, just tell us a little about yourself, maybe, you know, what brought you to DC or something about, um, about you. Yeah, so I think, um, probably one of the rare people that actually grew up in this area so i've been here since the first grade wow. here being northern virginia and the area and i've slowly moved my way mm -hmm. into the beltway and now i live in dc and i've been in dc for 13 years of a dc resident so so i grew up in the area uh i'm an attorney um, at a law firm here in DC, so I'm a, a partner in the law firm, which is it's pretty big. When I say it out loud, I it's know. Just like weird. Um, it's pretty big. Yeah, so um, that's what I do for work, and I represent uh, nonprofit organizations mostly, sometimes mm -hmm. local governments and federal grant issues. And this is where I usually stop talking about what I do because I don't want to put people to sleep. <laughs> so work that I've always done work that I'm passionate about. I've always represented clients that I believe in, and that's really kind of a rarity for a lot of attorneys. So um, I've been really lucky in, in doing that, but um, that makes makes it easier when you like actually care about like the outcome of the cases and who you're working for and supporting them. So it just kind of mm -hmm. makes it easier to kind of like work the extra hours or whatever. So, so that's really fascinating to hear you talk about your work. Can you, what kind of inspires you to work with clients? So, um, I, you know, I think like just like with everything I've talked to you about, like I don't really have a plan. Uh, so I, I kind of just kind of go with the flow of just kind of like whatever it is, like kind of like right now that is in front of me and um, just like what looks cool. So it's just kind of, it, it was never really, um, I want to go work and represent nonprofit organizations. It was just kind of, um, you know, like I apply, you know, I definitely applied for like public interest jobs when I uh, applied for like legal aid. And so I, you know, I started out doing things that I never really thought I was going to do. So like one, I didn't know that I would want to be in court, but mm -hmm. to help the people that I needed to help, 
I had to figure out being in court okay. and be like with my nervousness or whatever okay. and actually like represent people in court. Then family law, it's also something that I never really thought when I was in law school that I would do. Okay. Um, and then I don't know if I told you, if you guys want me to tell you about like how I got the job that I have now. But when I was at Legal Aid, I had like several uh, part-time jobs because I didn't make enough money to like pay my bills. Mm -hmm. And so um, I always tell people like all the part-time jobs and then I get to the one that's that's good. But so the, the first one was I worked at Cold Stone oh, and I decorated wow. cakes. I wow. Ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, I decorated cakes. I worked at a gym checking people in, which was nice because I could like um, do some of my work and prepare yeah. for cases or read for fun. And then the third job I had was tutoring. And so I tutored um, a kid in Spanish. And his dad also is just like the uh, managing partner of this law firm. Wow. And so he um, recruited me to come to the firm. And when That's he, he asked, yeah, so like when he asked me, I was just like, no way, I'm not selling my soul and like going to a law firm. And I was just like, but he convinced me, which I'm glad now um, that he did, but he convinced me to come to the firm and I had no idea that the practice existed or what it was. And then I was like, huh, maybe if I did this, I wouldn't be selling my soul. Mm -hmm. And um, the managing partner said, you know what, if you don't like it, you can always go back to legal aid. And I was like, this is true. true. <laughs> so they will always be there. Yeah. So I, um, I came to the firm and like learned about just kind of like what we did. And it's just kind of like, I'm kind of a, again, like go with the flow. It wasn't really what, you know, like I didn't really have a plan of what I was going to do, but just kind of like working on cases that I thought was interesting and trying to keep myself busy. Um, and so that's how I ended up doing the work that I do. So do you remember, uh, some of, um, like primary experiences in your life that has made you who you are? Like, so I came to the area, it was like in 1984, my dad had a job. And so like we moved to this neighborhood where we were like the only black people. So that was fun. Um, and I think that definitely shaped kind of, um, just my personality. Um, and like kind of just, just who I am and kind of just like being in that environment. My mom grew up, um, in Birmingham, like right outside of Birmingham, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And my dad's from Georgia, um, near Savannah. Wow. Um, and so, um, so, so yeah, so that's their background. And I, I mean, definitely think like their, their, uh, growing up has influenced me. Yeah. Probably like one of the things, you know, like just like hearing my, about my mom, Growing up, and you know, like at the time when she was growing up, and like when she was in high school, uh, they called it Bombingham because there were like so many bombs and things oh, wow. um, happening. Oh and um, so, like one of the things that I always remember, like my mom's been telling, like just like my niece and nephew as they go through school now, and like mm -hmm. how things are so disrupted by the pandemic. My mom um, <laughs> talks about how like like she didn't have a high school prom because there were bomb threats. Um, in the high schools at the time and they actually just like a couple years ago did this thing where they had like a prom for like all of the, the people who were like, in high school at that time. I don't know, my mom didn't go but I mean like so it was like um, stories like that and like people who were like kind of um, I think like heroes in like the civil rights movement. Yeah. Um, my mom kind of like was familiar with them like she knows that like a lot of people and so kind of hearing those stories I think were 
kind of some of the things that like made me think I want to be a lawyer. Um, so there's one story you you told me that sticks with me about sort of when you guys moved here and sort of the like housing codes and stuff. Yeah. So it wasn't. It's not really the codes, and it's um, it's interesting. So like when we moved here, my dad um, was like in the public health service, um, and oh, he wow. had a yeah. So like my dad was a doctor, um, and like we moved up here. And, um, so it was from my mom telling me, like, we, like we, the realtor showed my parents the neighborhood that we lived in, um, because it was like a really nice neighborhood, like got, has a golf course and all of this stuff. Um, uh, but I always, um, thought it was funny because it sounded like the, the realtor didn't get the memo, um, that this was a place where black families didn't live. Hmm. And so, um, my parents got it and then that's how we kind of ended up being there and being the only black people for a very long time. <laughs> so, um, but in, in all of the places like, and like you will see it actually even today, like with deeds, okay. um, they have racial covenants and so there are rules. And so, so this is like in Wait, 1984. So their covenants are basically like when you have a deed. Um, people like there would like sometimes be restrictions like you can't build a um, business in this area it has to be residential or vice versa this is only um, a commercial area not residential um, and something that we've had in our country is like there's also racial covenants of like mm. you cannot sell to um, black people um, as, a, as a rule and so that was like the rules um, and they'll still, like, it's in the deeds a lot. And it wasn't, like, specifically enforced, but it was kind of a known thing. There. So, yeah. Wow. That must be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things like that actually come from government. Um, so, like, government loans and things like that. Where, um, and that's where, you know, like, the whole thing with redlining and all of that. Right. So, um, so like, systemic and structural, yeah. right? So, people were, like, required to put those those things into the deeds but okay yeah but yeah that's that's where we grew that's up <laughs> yeah. no I mean as, as an immigrant I sort of you know I read about the history but it's different from kind of like living it or, or hearing from it from people yeah you know, like your parents in Alabama uh, folks who are like sports fans which I'm not but you're either you know like just like um, UAB and like just say kind of eagle, you know, and apparently they say roll tide. I don't know. You know anything about this? And, and it's Auburn, the Auburn, or you say roll eagle. And so people, people ask my mom, like you know, like which one are you for? Yeah. And my mother will always say, I wasn't legally allowed to go to either one, so <laughs> she'll shut the shut the conversation down. <laughs> so what uplifts you? I mean, you know, I think, like, I have, like, so many amazing people in my life, like, you two, like, who uplift me and just kind of, like, um, there's just so many, so many wonderful women and just, like, it, that I'm just, like, inspired by and yeah. just kind of, um, I think, like, like, Audrey, for example, oh, no. I like, one thing, one thing I'm, like, always, I told you guys is that, yeah. like, I'm not humble. I don't believe in humility. <laughs> <laughs> If I think I, I do something good, <laughs> if I think I do something good, I like will tell you. Yeah. <laughs> like salsa, people will ask me like, "Are you good?" And I'll be like, "Yes." <laughs> like women in general, but like yeah. especially like women of color, or like my sister says, like women of the global majority. Um, it's just like part, like part oh, of like no. what we have to do <laughs> is like make ourselves small. Yeah. And so we we don't talk about like our accomplishments because we know it'll make other people uncomfortable. Hmm. And I'm like, get over that. <laughs> and like, I'm tired of being discomfortable. 
oh, you know, yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Like we're very good at that too. I think we're really good. Like one of our mm -hmm. skills is just being uncomfortable. Yeah. And to the, you know, like just to make other people and, and if, and making ourselves small and I'm, I'm so not into that. So, and I encourage other people. So like, so like I'm like just around so many people who mm -hmm. inspire me and they're very quiet about their talents and their gifts and like, just like what they do. And, um, so yeah. Just With this three right them. here, global majority. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On that note, thank you so much, ladies, for gracing the show. I really enjoyed the conversation. Very candid, and this is amazing. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Please like and share uh, this video. Let me know what you think about it, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you.